And it seems the people that we can most likely take for granted are those closest to us. I cringe at the number of times where I've taken Monica for granted. I cringe at the number of times where I've taken my kids for granted. But we all do it and it's too easy to do. I'm not going to lecture anybody this morning about how they should treat others. But what I do want to do is look at how easy it is to take Jesus for granted. This is part of our series on Jesus. And so often we just seem to, as Matt said this morning in communion, we just seem to be able to be passive spectators rather than active participants. How often do we do that without even realising it? So I think it's fair to say that all of us here today are so glad and grateful that Jesus came and lived among us. But do ever any of us, does anybody ever stop and think, what if Jesus had not come? How do you operate this thing? That's better. What if Jesus had not come? What if he didn't come and live among us? What if Jesus had said to the Father, not too hard, not going, not doing that, not interested? What if Jesus had have done that? Would there still be a world or would have the world destroyed itself? It's only by God's grace that any of us are here this morning. Without God's grace, we wouldn't be here. Hello? Isaiah 9.6 tells us, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Peace, Everlasting Father, sorry, Prince of Peace. If Jesus had not come, can I suggest a few things that would not be? There'd be no cards. No Christmas cards. We wouldn't be giving Christmas cards out. There'd be no reason for folks to send greeting cards at this time of year. It would just be quite hot in most places in Australia. Now, would anyone want to send a greeting card that says, Season's greetings. I'm glad it's stinking hot, dry and dusty where you are. Would we do that? There wouldn't be much point, would it? Now, I don't want to sound flippant, but we send cards and gifts to those who have some significance in our lives. The card itself doesn't really matter. The card is meant to be colourful, attractive, and it's meant to look good, it's meant to be pleasing on the the eye. But the message conveyed by the card is that the receiver is in the thoughts of the sender. It says, I'm thinking of you. If Jesus hadn't come, would we bother doing that? If Jesus hadn't come, there'd be no carols, there'd be no choruses, there'd be no silent light, silent night, there'd be no, O come all ye faithful, there'd be no angels we have heard on high, there'd be no little town of Bethlehem, no away in a manger, no Gloria Excelsius Deo, no joy to the world, no hark the herald angels sing, no beautiful star of Bethlehem. No angels from the realms of glory, no holy night, and any others that you can think of. There'd be none of that. 
Just think about that for a while. There'd be, uh, well, uh, we would be like Israel when they were carried away into captivity. Look at what they did when they got to Babylon. Psalm 137.1 By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung up our harps in the willows in the midst of it all. For there those who carried us away captive asked a song of us. And those who plundered us requested mirth, saying, Sing us the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? They were lost. They didn't know where they were. They couldn't have their joy. They couldn't sing their songs. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If Jesus had not come, we would be in a foreign land. It would be just like we're living somewhere else. If Jesus had not come, there'd be no comfort. Let's face it, the things of life can be difficult. How often do things not go to plan? How often do things go wrong for us? How often do we have all the best intentions and it just does not happen for us? Life does not go very well. Stuff happens. Things happen. Sometimes it's through ignorance. Sometimes through somebody else's wrongdoing. Sometimes just because. Can you imagine if Jesus had not come, there'd be no comfort through the trials of life. Whenever there's trouble in our lives, we would just have to somehow, what's the term they often use? Suck it up, princess. We would just have to take it as it comes. There'd be no comfort. There'd be no uh, alternative thinking. We would become very bitter if Jesus had not come. But Paul tells us something. In 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. Blessed be the God of the, of the, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. When things don't go right, there is a comforter. And remember in our first scripture in Isaiah, what did, how did it describe Jesus? Wonderful, counsellor. That speaks of comfort. If we couldn't experience mercy and had no comfort in Jesus, how would we be able to help others? How would we be able to be merciful And how would we be able to receive comfort and mercy if we weren't able to give it to others? If Jesus had not come, would we be able to do that? If Jesus had not come, there would be no calm. Think about it. What would our lives be like? Constant turmoil? Without any relief in sight? We would not know and understand verses like Psalm 107, verse 29. He calms the storm, so its waves are still. Who can remember the story of what happened with the, when they went out fishing and a storm suddenly blew up? What did Jesus do? 
Sorry? He was asleep at the time. But what did the, what did the apostles do? They woke him in panic. They said, don't you care that there's a storm happening? And what did Jesus do? How, was, how did he react to that? He spoke to the storm. He told the storm to be calm. He calmed one of life's storms. Because Jesus came, we can have calmness in our spirit, even though everything else around us in life could be falling apart. Jesus gives the calm in the middle of the storms. He calmed that storm when they were out on Lake Galilee. He settled it down. He can settle us down. He settled down the storms in our lives. If Jesus come, there would be no consolation. 1 Corinthians 1.5 tells us, For as the sufferings of Christ abound around us, so our cons- consolation also abounds in Christ. Jesus died because he loved us. Jesus came and he did what the Father wanted us to do. The Greek word for consolation is paraklesis, which means encouragement. Who's encouraged by what Jesus did? Would we feel encouraged if Jesus had not come? If Jesus had not come, how would we feel? Would we feel encouraged? If someone we love, that we love died, there would be no hope without Jesus, no consolation. There would be no sense of we're going to meet them again in heaven if Jesus had not come. If Jesus had not come, there would be no chance. There'd be no chance of redemption. We'd all die in sin. There'd be no chance of reconciliation. We would all be enemies of God. There'd be no chance of rejoicing. We'd all be miserable. We wouldn't have anything to look forward to. If Jesus had not come, there'd be no celebration. There'd be absolutely nothing to celebrate. No reason for happiness, no reason for laughter, no reason for giving gifts, no reason for rejoicing, nothing to look forward to. Instead of Christmas being the most wonderful time of the year, what would it be? It would be the most miserable time of the year. And you know what? For some people, Christmas still is miserable. For some people who do not know Jesus... For some people who have never accepted Jesus, it's still a miserable time because they don't know the Lord Jesus. It'd be so, it's so easy for us to take Jesus for granted. And if we take Jesus for granted, we actually run the risk of imprisoning ourselves in our own sin, of imprisoning ourselves in our own bad habits. We too could be prisoners of our own sin and selfishness. 1 Corinthians 15.57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. God did not take his creation for granted. Emma, would you come and play something, please? Jesus did not take us for granted. Jesus is the reason for the season. We've all heard that, haven't we? 
This is the Christmas season. Jesus is the reason for the season. And we often throw, that's a throwaway line. We often say that. But what does it really mean? May I remind you that he's coming again at some point. When is he coming again? When we least expect it. So let's not take Jesus and what he has done for granted. If this is something that means something to you, if this message this morning has meant something to you, what if Jesus did not come? What if he hadn't have turned up? Things would be so different. But how often do we take him for granted? How often do we forget about Jesus? You know, quite often when somebody does or says something nice to us, we can take that for granted. Perhaps we don't even say thanks. Perhaps we don't even acknowledge it. But how often do we not say thanks to Jesus? How often do we not really give him the credit and the honour and the love that he's due? How often do we take him for granted? How do you feel when somebody takes you for granted? When someone doesn't even acknowledge something you may have done for them? How do we feel? We can feel quite hurt by that. So I wonder how Jesus feels if we don't take seriously what he's done for us. If we take him for granted, I wonder how he feels. If you're battling with something this morning and it's been getting to you, if you feel that you can't cope alone, if you feel that God's far away, if you feel that Jesus doesn't seem to be terribly interested, just remember Jesus is your comforter. But it's only if you invite him to be your comforter. Jesus is a gentleman. He won't push his way into our lives. Jesus wants us to invite him into our lives. He says in Revelation, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone desires for me to come in, I will come in and I will dine with them. He wants to help us, but he won't push his way into our lives. He wants to do business with each and every one of us right here, right now. Jesus never, ever took us for granted. God never took his his creation for granted. He came down to do things for us. Jesus came and gave up his life that we might be able to have fellowship back with the Father, that we might be able to have eternal life. Let's not take that for granted this morning. Let's not just push that to the back of our mind. Let's keep that as a priority. Let's not be passive. Let's be active participants in that. There's no better time to do business with God than right now. He wants to do business with you right here, right now. We don't need to make an appointment to have some time with Jesus. We don't need to stand on the back of a queue. We don't need to go through security. We don't need to be waiting for Jesus to be ready for us because he's ready right now. His door is always open. 
He's always there ready to do business. He's always available. He's never too busy. There's no queue, no waiting room, no tickets, no security guard, just Jesus. Will you stand with me this morning? And maybe if you're struggling with something at the moment, if you really want to do some business with God, have that chat with Him now. Have a chat with Jesus because He wants to do business with you. Just as Emma continues to play for us. Just do some business with God now.